I think too, like what you said about self-care, you weren't like, so I started doing yoga and I drink this much water a day and I'm going gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, <laughs> and- You didn't put um, a card on it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hey, Wine and Shiners, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we are so excited to be interviewing Ashley Rector, who started Harness Magazine. Talk about a side hustle gone Mm. crazy. She's a corporate attorney, and she started this magazine to empower women and bring women together, help them tell their stories. We are so excited to learn more about her story and what inspired her to begin this project. And she is from Columbus, Ohio, originally from Cleveland. So She's got both of our hearts. Exactly. So we're even more excited because she is from the wonderful state of Ohio. Yeah. So Ashley talks so much about really taking your side hustle and running with it. So she's a full-time attorney and she started Harness Magazine out of just this creative idea that was within her. We talk about the book Big Magic and Mm -hmm. how that really relates to what she did as well. But we love that she discusses using your creativity and really making it something that you're proud of. And in addition to that, Harness Magazine features women from all all aspects. Right. So it's Columbus-based, but the stories are from Canada. And she yep. was saying they have had submissions from London. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, of course, all sorts of states here in America. Mm-hmm. So um, it's obviously a message getting people, people are relating, I think, more and more and craving hearing real stories. Raw you know? stories. We're so used to seeing magazines of people in, you know, Oscar dresses that that's just, we're never going to be able to relate to those people. So I love that there's so much power in the stories that she's putting out there through this medium. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So before we segue into this wonderful interview, we have, well, I would like to have Nina talk about something I'm really excited for her to share with you guys as listeners. Um, As you know, Nina has started this health coaching journey. She's talked about it and referenced it. And I'm so proud of her for following her passion. Ah. You know, she's following her passion. I already know she's helping clients and working with five right now. She does. So I'm going to let you talk about what you've been doing with your health coaching because it's now like up and running. Yeah. So Guys, I'm super excited because I actually have started taking on clients and Nourished with Nina is in full swing. So, and I know that a few of you have reached out to me about coaching through the Wine and Shine podcast and hearing us in this medium. So I thought what better way to thank you all for listening and supporting than to give you all a discount code if you are interested in health coaching with me. So if you are thinking about getting a health coach or you're not quite sure what a health coach does, please feel free to reach reach out to me on my website and I will give you 20% off if you decide to um, start working with me. I have a three-month package or we can discuss other options as well. So you can just reach out at nourishedwithnina.com and say that you're a listener of Wine and Shine and we'll work something fun out because I love you guys. This is literally so exciting. I mean, guys, I don't know if you go back and listen to our first episode. Oh, it was bad. Take, pause this. Go back and listen to our first episode and see like how many changes have happened in 
just over a year. Oh my goodness. (laughs) We know that. So our first episode has a ridiculous amount of downloads and we're like, thank uh, you for anyone that continued listening after (laughs) Thank you so much for your continued listener support. Um, But for real, guys, we are, it makes us so happy every time a listener reaches out and says something about how the podcast has influenced them or they give us guest recommendations and things like that. And we just want to do more for you guys and show our support for our wonderful listeners. So thank you. And speaking of, I think this goes perfectly into our interview with Ashley because she is doing the same thing, Mm -hmm. empowering women, bringing people together, hearing their stories through this magazine that she's created. So let's get into our interview with Ashley Rector of Harness Magazine. Well, hey, Ashley. Hi. Thank you for coming on the podcast today to talk about Harness Magazine and everything you've got going on. Of course. I'm so happy to be here with you guys today. We were so excited to see that you were from Columbus, which is funny. You would think that us being in Columbus, we would have heard about Harness Magazine, but it wasn't until our previous podcast guest, Julie Wino, wrote an article for you guys yeah. and promoted it that sh- that we dove in and found out you were from like Clintonville. Yeah, so I so I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Actually, mm-hmm. I moved here oh, for cool. law school. You know what? I caught that you had a Cleveland accent. Yeah, a little bit everyone says that. I'm like, I don't have an accent. Wait, My- say egg. Egg. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> egg is the key indicator that egg. someone has. So sh- it's you guys say egg. I know. But mine, yeah. I feel like my northeastern accent is kind of coming down now. Because when I first got to Columbus, all of my friends were like, you talk weird. Where, wait, where are you from? Just Canton. Oh, okay. So yeah. You know. But like my husband's from Cleveland. He doesn't have a Cleveland accent, but his, yeah. his parents did. Mm-hmm. And like his friends do. And I don't know. I'm just very aware of the A. I feel like I don't have an accent. You do. I just heard an accent a little bit. (laughs) I feel like I don't have any accent. (laughs) That that was dramatic. It It did not sound like that. Okay, so you're from Cleveland. You came to Columbus. So I came to Columbus for law school, and I'm an attorney currently, actually. So not only do I run the magazine, but I'm also an attorney. So I feel like I work like a thousand hours a week. Oh, my gosh. Um, But I kind of just dived into this when I realized that creative outlet wasn't being fueled by my attorney career. And so I started Harness and kind of the rest is history. So I think we've been around like 15 months now. And so people are just starting to find out about us. So I feel like we have like this legacy contributors mm-hmm. that like are from Columbus and know yeah. about us and out of state. And now like other people are starting to learn. So it's super exciting to meet people and they've heard. I get excited every time. I'm like, you've heard about us? Yay. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. It's Boom. also, I would just say, so we have a copy here that we lo- are looking at currently. Yeah. It's a beautiful publication. Thank like, you. Very non-magazine-y, very artistic, mm-hmm. very, so you can see yeah. that creativity coming out in it. Yeah, so I really wanted this to be about the women who contributed. So when we started to get this idea of having a print copy, I wanted it, this sounds stupid, but I feel like we're more official with a print copy. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to pay tribute to the women in, like, such a beautiful way. So if you notice, like, there are no advertisers in the magazine. I did notice that. Yeah, So it's completely about the article. So every piece, we were like, we want this to be an artistic spread. And so everything was, like, very carefully chosen with every single Mm -hmm. piece. And, yeah, we wanted it to be, like, this amazing artistic expression of, like, females. It comes across that way 100%. Mm -hmm. Like, when I went to your guys' Instagram— um, and then I went to your website immediately. I was like, this is this is so cool. It's very clear that you're promoting like women and expression and um, just helping 
helping like the average woman too. It's like yeah. you don't have to be a writer. No, you which don't. I've never. So I just submitted something. Yeah, I'm so excited. And I can't wait for it to come out on the website. But I was like. I've never, I told Liz, I never do stuff like that because yeah. I don't view myself as a writer, yeah. although I have lots of thoughts and ideas that I want to share. And I felt so comfortable submitting it because I was like, you know what? It's, oh, that makes you feel so yeah. good. Yeah, and reading other people's um, articles that yeah. they've posted, it's just a very like welcoming, encouraging community. Yeah, I like to think we're like a little bit gritty because we don't always have really expert writers who write in and I like that. So I think when you read a piece, you're like, wow, this isn't perfect, but this is so real. Like this, mm-hmm. this reminds me of my next door neighbor or so-and-so. And that's what I want for the magazine. I want you to read it and be like, this is so relatable. Yes. Like this is coming from a real human. Yeah. So how are you, I asked this before we started, but then <laughs> I got, okay. I got ahead of myself. Yeah. We're just so excited for this episode that yeah. we keep asking her questions and we're like, no. we're not on air. We have to stop. <laughs> um, so obviously like I was seeing submissions come in from Ontario and yeah. Florida. So how are people finding out people from outside Columbus? Are they hearing about you on social media and then mm-hmm. coming that route or? Yeah. So social media has been a blessing because most people who write end up Um, promoting their article on social. And Mm -hmm. so then friends find out and friends write in. And so that's, a lot of our traffic does come from social. And I think it's just like women telling other women. So when people write in, we'll edit their piece for them. And then we also say like, hey, if you can promote it to your friends and family, that would be great because we're just trying to get this off the ground. Everybody does that. So I think it's just been word of mouth and social. And it's crazy. So we have international readership now, and I'm always shocked when, like, people from, like, London submit. Or, like, when I look at our Google Analytics, we have, like, people in South Africa reading, people, like, everywhere. That's crazy. It's insane. And this has only been how long since you launched? Um, 15 months now. Wow. And you guys have a great, like, you have a great Instagram following and everything. So it seems like it's just, again, so natural and organic. I feel like everybody is drawn to it because they know it's real. It's real stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. So I've been telling people, I'm like, I'd like to think we're, like, the authentic voice of the real woman. Yes. You know? It's funny because everyone's like, what's your elevator pitch? And I'm like, (laughs) I don't. Don't you think that's such an awkward? Oh, yeah. It is. It's weird because it's like real. I hate to be like, well, we're harness and we're real women, but like that's what we are. I feel Um, like authenticity is like the opposite of an elevator pitch. Exactly. So when people ask me, I get so awkward. I'm like, I don't know. We like publish content from women from all over the world. I was listening to, shoot, what podcast was it? Um, no, it wasn't a podcast. It was actually for, I'm in school at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition right now and I was okay. listening to a lecture okay. and it was all on marketing. Mm-hmm. And they said like, marketing such an icky word or like when yeah. people ask you what you do, like it can feel really uncomfortable. And they said that loving what you do and being authentic is the new marketing. Oh, good. And so that made me feel good yeah. because I was like, you know, when I talk about like, if somebody asks me like, what do you do as a health coach? I'm like, um, yeah, it feels so- awkward. But if you're just like, I love helping women and yeah. I love, and you just are, you know, expressive about what you're doing. That's what people resonate with. Not I yeah, do this I and I have this many stats and we do this and these are analytics. I and blah. Yeah. I know, I know. It's so, awkward. so do you have a favorite, like, <laughs> story? Not, I'm sure you have many favorites, yeah. but like, take your talk. Is there a story that when you read it and it came through like a submission, you, it was just like, wow, it really stuck out to you? So, I've never picked a favorite, I won't, but <laughs> there are a few women who have written in and we have been the first person they've ever told like this story to. Oh, my God. And so that. 
usually gives me goosebumps. Yeah. So, for instance, we had someone um, write in, and she had been trying to have a baby for a few years, and fertility treatments, everything, it wasn't working. She hasn't told the story to anyone yet, so Harness mm-hmm. was the first person she had told the story to, and she actually cannot have children. And so that was a very heartbreaking, wow. like, hard thing to write about. And so I read it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm the first person that just gave me goosebumps, yeah. actually, to think that, and then that's out there in the world yeah. for other people to read mm-hmm. and to help other women going through the same thing. Yeah, so it's those amazing stories yeah. that, like, we're hearing for the first time, or maybe we're, we aren't hearing it for the first time, but they finally, like, have the courage to, like, put it out there and have other people read it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, not that, to go down the, like, sadder route, but we've had, like, stories about rape. We've had stories mm-hmm. submit stuff anonymously, depression, but we've also had, like, really positive, like, finding families and like, I don't know, being really successful in your career. Like we've had positive stuff too, but I feel like a lot of the articles that get submitted are very like soul searching. And I love that stuff. So Mm -hmm. I'm always happy to read it, but yeah. That's what we need more of because people need to hear others' stories. They need to feel like they can relate to other people's stories. And the more, the more I've gotten into this world of, I hate the the term wellness, but I don't know what a better term is. But the more I've read other people's stories and their journeys and their hardships, the more it's helped me come out Mm -hmm. and also express what I'm dealing with. Also not feel so alone. Yeah. Like when I'm struggling with something, because when I read other people's, I don't know, stories, it just makes me feel so much better and more connected. Yeah, I feel like, too, we've been getting a lot of informational-type submissions, so I'm happy that women, like, see themselves as, like, experts or knowledgeable, like, in these certain areas, and then they write in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also cool, too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I want to back up a little bit. Yeah. So we didn't dive too much into how you launched yeah. Harness. So you were, or are, you yeah. are a lawyer, mm-hmm. and you just felt like you weren't getting enough creative expression going on, so that's what prompted... Yeah, so I remember being at work and talking to, like, a few female coworkers and then, like, my friends from back home, and I felt like there were all these untold stories. And so, I don't know, just girl talk. Yeah. We would be mm-hmm. talking about, like, relationships, work, anything. And I'm like, God, this isn't represented in the media. Like, mm-hmm. I can't pick up – I can't go and pick up a magazine and think that I can relate to any of the women who are writing no. in here. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm I like – I 100% know what you mean. So I started, like, Googling it because I'm like, I need to find, like, an outlet. So I was looking, and I couldn't find anything. I, Hello Giggles, I think, is kind of similar mm-hmm. to us. Um, but they don't allow, like, anybody to write in. Mm. So I'm like, I don't consider myself an expert writer. So, like, some of these outlets I was looking at, I knew that I would never be able to share my story. Yeah. And so at the time, I was running a different business, Um it Wait, was, you were running a different business and being weird? Yeah. Like, oh my, oh my goodness. So I was doing organic cotton tote bags. I like had this vision of like inspirational messages on like eco-friendly tote bags. And yeah, so I've I been love doing that. that for like the a year. The creativity bug in you was just on high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It like needed to come out. Yeah. And so I was doing that for a year. So I'm like, I, can, I can't start something else. This is insane. Yeah. And so I'm like, if I can't shake this idea for a month, then, then I'll see where it goes. And so I couldn't, of course. I'd yeah. like wake up. I'd still be thinking about it. So I'm like, okay, oh, if I can pick a name, then like we'll move forward mm-hmm. with this. And so then I picked Harness and I just feel like the rest was history. So I, I created the platform really without like a business plan and not knowing if anyone would contribute. And then we've just had people contribute. I think we've published almost 700 articles now. Yeah. Well, and just the fact that it's grown so much in yeah. a short amount of time just says so much to yeah. the idea. So it was crazy. How'd you come up with the name? Yeah, so naming is like such a funny thing. You guys know. You, yeah. You go back well, and forth. Well, our name just 
came about with some wine. Uh, it did. And also lots of really back bad and names forth. Yeah. before. <laughs> I wish I remembered some now. Do you remember any no, of them, Liz? They were all terrible. We were just like girls in wine. Wine and talk. <laughs> Liz and Nina. Like we just were like going through random names and then all of a sudden I think it was like Cody or Zach. Yeah, I was, it was like one of our what songs. about the wine and shine? We're like Bingo. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was going back and forth on names and I'm like, okay, I want this to be about women. And so I decided on harness, which people are like, isn't harness like holding people back? And I'm like, no. You're harnessing stories. Yeah. yeah. Never thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And so like one of the definitions is to like harness harness and produce like energy and I'm like that's what we're doing we're like harnessing the voices of women and we're producing like these positive vibes and so I was just like it's harness magazine and it stuck now how did you so obviously like you're a lawyer. Mm-hmm. You've got cool tote bags. <laughs> now we're into a magazine. I, a I actually do want can a tote bag. Can we have a wine and shine tote bag? Are they still around? <laughs> actually, I have a bunch of blank ones. Maybe I can give you guys some. Please. Oh my I God, would I buy a tote bag. <laughs> Me too. How did you, so how does one learn how to create a magazine? Yes, great question. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, I'm assuming, I don't know if you went to school for like, no. communications or something that would mm. facilitate that. Psychology was my undergrad. And then I was an, I've been all over the place. And so then I, I was an attorney. And so now I'm doing this. But I just learned it on the fly. You can do anything that you set your mind to. I guess to. anything. We didn't know anything about podcasting, Liz. Yeah. Well, <laughs> besides. Besides your husband being owning the business of <laughs> yeah. podcasting. Just like a small <laughs> we advantage. We kind of fell into uh, the, like a very easy way to start a podcast. But whatever. No, you guys. I mean, you, you learning anything is easy if you like have enough determination to do it. You know what I mean? So I feel like I just, I just broke it down into pieces. I was like, I need a logo. Okay. I found someone to create a logo. I'm like, okay, now what am I going to host this on? And I kind of just like breaking it up into all these small pieces created harness. And so this is what blows my mind just because I recently launched a blog and Liz, when is yours launching? I'm putting it out there on blast right now. Listeners, she's launching a blog. So it's happening. It's in the public. It is. I was actually, I was like, I think I'll write. Well, that's what I was telling my husband today about the interview. And he's like, you should submit something. And I was like, please, I will. She's a phenomenal writer too. Oh my God, please submit. Like, okay. You're like (laughs) blushing. She really is the best writer. Um, But no, what I'm saying is like, even just launching a blog, I'm like, okay, I'm going to put content on my website. And then I don't understand how it just grows and grows and grows. Yeah. Like that's, so you, did you just have a website and you had your logo and then you started asking people to submit? Is that how it began? So I was a little bit more strategic than that. I started this. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. So more heads up, but, but not, not start a magazine. <laughs> I mean, I started the social before the magazine went live. So that generated a buzz, right? And yeah. so then people were like, oh my God, I want to be part of like the first submissions that roll out on the website. And so I think creating social was important first. Um, yeah. And then we've just grown that way. So. so you started with bringing people to your Instagram and yeah. then saying, we're looking for submissions. Yep. And then they Push started coming the in from there. Yep. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so talk to us a little bit about the Harness team. Like who, yeah. Yeah, who do you yeah. work with? So I have three interns now. Cool. Laura, she um, does, so she designed and shot the entire magazine. Oh she's gosh. at CCAD. She's amazing. And then Sam recently just came on this semester. She's our copy editor. She's amazing, really enthusiastic about the brand. And then Sydney's Is been, she also from CCAD? No, she's from Ohio State. Hmm. 
And I mean, then, not that it matters. I was just thinking no. the Columbus artsy schools. And I know. Like CCAD is so amazing. I yeah. tell her that all the time. I'm like, you're so lucky if I could go back in time. I know. Oh my gosh. Um, and then Sydney, she actually just graduated and she's working at Zoo Lily now and she um, creates social for us. But she was doing copy editing for a long time, mm-hmm. but now she moved over to social. And so it's kind of just us like keeping this little thing going. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So I'm not wrapping up the interview. This is a very wrap-up interview question, but I'm genuinely yeah. curious. So obviously you have the website, but mm-hmm. where can people get the beautiful, like yeah. where is this distributed locally? So I'm putting it actually in the sunroom today in Clintonville. Have you guys ever shopped there? It's super no. New. Okay. So it's in Clintonville on High Street, and they will be one of the only people who have copies of the magazine. Wow. Female run, super cute. They have a bunch of small businesses inside their shop. So I I feel like it's really on brand for us, Mm -hmm. and the owners are amazing. Um, The rest you can purchase online. So the first issue, I wanted to see exactly where we were going to be, like, Mm sales-wise. Yeah. Before, because, like— estimating how many copies you should buy is insane. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. Because how do you know no. until your first one's out? Mm-hmm. And so um, this next issue, it'll, like, so in the summertime, we're releasing releasing issue two, and that oh, will cool. be in more places. So I have to be more strategic about that, like where I'm going to place it. But So you know what I was just thinking? It'd be really fun if we did maybe a giveaway of one of the magazines for our listeners. Yes! That yes, would be super real. cool. Because we're over here, like, gabbing about the magazine. How beautiful it is, and no yeah. one can see it. And yeah. I think that our listeners will have to come up with some sort of fun way to promote the magazine. Yeah, let's do it. And then have for a sure. listener win one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just ordered mine, and then we got one today. So me and Liz both have a copy of the magazine now. I feel like I would keep all of these on my coffee table. Oh, like, yeah. They're oh, so beautiful. So. Yeah. I'm also, because I just really, I've been in Columbus, but now I've moved to Italian Village, and I yeah. feel like I'm kind of in the scene. I love collecting things that are, like, made and based yeah, here. Yeah, I know. And so, like, me and Liz did an interview with the Columbus Book Project. That's a couple episodes back. And then now Harness. And I feel like I'm just so proud of all of these things that are coming from our city. I know. Mm-hmm. Our community is so amazing it's for so small cool. businesses. Mm-hmm. I mean, Teddy and I dream, my husband, about, like, moving other places. We have, like, the travel bug. But I'm mm-hmm. always like, we're never going to find a community like this anywhere. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear you say that, too. Because I've had the same – I mean, me and Liz have talked about this so many times. Yeah. Like, every time we go somewhere, we're like, oh, we could live here. We could live there. Yeah. You had When you were in Michigan and I when you were in – Traverse City. <laughs> North Carolina, right? Yeah, but now when I look back – because I interned in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, okay. And when I look back, I'm like – blessing in disguise at that because I was like I'm gonna graduate I'm gonna move down here and it just wasn't it really wasn't the right fit yeah every time I go somewhere I'm like oh this would be really cool but then I come back to Columbus I'm like but I I really do love Columbus like there's the thing and people that have never been here like Columbus Ohio you know but it's like come visit because it's pretty it's a pretty amazing especially like in the arts and food and Mm -hmm. um entrepreneurial world it's really cool yeah Everybody's so connected here too. Like yeah. all the small businesses support each other. I mean, it's it's amazing. It really is. You know, if you haven't been to Columbus, listeners, yeah. I guess this is we're actually this is our plug for Columbus. <laughs> we work with experienced Columbus. No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> but truthfully, we've been wanting to do like a Columbus meetup for the podcast. Yeah. And so this is just an excuse to make it happen and have yeah. people come visit our cool city. Yeah, for sure. So I have a very personal question. Yeah. If this is too personal, let me know. So I think (laughs) I speak for most women when I say like negative self-talk is an issue for me a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like not not thinking you can do things. So I'm very 
intrigued by your attitude of like, oh, I want to do this. So like, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you deal with, like, did you have voices in your head as you started this? Like, I don't know what I'm doing starting a magazine. Yeah, I did. So I feel like the last five years has really been like somewhat of a spiritual like awakening for me. Mm. And the fact that like, I'm very aware that I don't have like a ton of time here. So like, I'll probably die when I'm like 90, let's say. And so that's not a lot of time to me. So I guess I just, I started realizing that and thinking like, I don't have time to like worry about what other people think about me. Yeah. And so I think that that helped me push harness forward. Cause I'm like, if this fails, like it fails. So at least I did something right. That's, And so I just feel like um, that mentality has, like, helped me a lot. And while I realize that's not easy for everybody to just tell themselves that and Mm -hmm. do it, you just – a lot of, like, entrepreneurs, at least, didn't know what the hell they were doing. Like, I listen to How I Built This Every Morning with Guy Raz, and every single person who ever started a business was like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just was super passionate about this. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like if you're super determined and you're super passionate, like it doesn't feel like work and you're naturally intrigued about like making this better. So I was, I mean, I've always been super passionate about um, female empowerment and just Mm -hmm. like empowering the women around me. And so this was just a natural thing. I just knew I'd never get sick of it. Yeah. And I knew I didn't care if anybody, I mean, there are so many people who tell me like, well, like how much in sales did you have your first year? Like, like they measure success on a scale that I'm like that, like you don't, you can't even fathom. That's so icky to me. (laughs) That's so icky to me. Yeah. Just hearing you even say that. Yeah. Um, Because, well, what I was going to say is I was super passionate when you were talking about that because I'm, I relate on so many levels. I know that's such a basic thing to say in an interview, but it's true. And the more I meet women right now, I hear that they have this passion for something. Yeah. And it's like what you said, Liz, something's holding them back. And I think a Mm -hmm. lot of times it's like in my world, it might be family or friends that I'm afraid are going to judge what I'm doing or not approve 100%. But when it comes down to it, if you have the passion for it and it keeps, like you said, that idea kept popping up like after a month, if that idea is still there, it's like something in your, in yourself, deeper than yourself is saying, do this. Exactly. is like trying to push this idea out into the world. That made me feel like a baby was coming out into the world when I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Push it up. Birth your your creative baby. Birth your baby. Hey, it is kind of like that. I mean, yeah, it is. You like have it in you for a while and then then it comes out. out. Put it out into the world. But that goes to say, like, if you have this idea that's in you and it keeps Mm -hmm. growing, like it, is there for a reason. Yeah, for sure. No, I 100% believe that. I mean, everybody's biggest obstacle, I think, is themselves. So yeah, totally. I love when women write in for advice on starting things. And I'm like, you just do it. Like, what? Just do it. You can do it. Even What's like your shirt right now. This is harness. This is harness merch we're testing out. Can I buy this shirt? You know <laughs> Wine and Shine will be all about it. Guys, it says, speak your truth. I'm actually— And it's a sweatshirt. I just got it yesterday, so I'm the only person who has this. So we're trying out, like, merch samples, and, um, yeah. So I wanted to see. Laura designed this. Laura, is she the one that did— The CC at the magazine, yeah. The photography and everything Mm -hmm. for the magazine. Mm -hmm. Well, tell Laura we'll take two. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She wants our sizes. We're happy to (laughs) provide. Wine and Shine is all about speaking our truth. Yeah, for sure. And supporting the magazine and everybody that is speaking their truth, too. Have you read— Big Magic by Liz. Yes, yeah. I love that. This I have whole still not con- finished it. Yeah. Oh my God, you have to. So this good. whole conversation is- <laughs> You just got so mad at me. <laughs> Nina, finish the book. Um, 
This whole conversation is so, because I also, so I have a very, I'm in marketing for my line of work, which mm-hmm. it sounds creative and there is creativity. Like I'm, I'm coming up with ideas and solutions mm-hmm. and strategies, but it's still very business focused. Yeah. And so I have felt, and Wine and Shen helps me do that, like that similar hunger for a creative outlet. And I love like what you said matches so much what she says in that book where it's almost like, it seems like creativity, I feel like our culture doesn't value creativity. Yeah, and so I it agree. seems like silly and, you know, yeah. why are you spending your time on this? But it does fuel everything else you do. Like yeah. it has to make you, I would think if you're getting fire and passion from this project, it has to make you a better attorney, I yeah, would think. I w- yeah, I mean, everybody, so I have never been, so usually people are quiet about their side hustles at their main job, but mm-hmm. I was never like that. And I'm lucky to work at a place where they support this. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of readers have come from there too. And I feel like it does. Like since I have that creative outlet, like I know I can focus on this because I have this later. Mm -hmm. And I think it's made me like more efficient because I only have so many hours in the day. So I'm like, all right, do this Mm -hmm. because you can't do this later. I feel like, so I currently teach choir full time. Okay. And there were a lot of years, well, to be honest, probably every year up until this year that I spent so much time stressing about things that didn't matter at my job. Yeah. And I think it was because I didn't have, you know how humans like to create problems for themselves? Like, well, I don't have anything else to worry about, so let me pick something to occupy my mind. So I feel like I would stress out so much about my job, and it was because I wasn't being creative. I wasn't, like, opening myself up to all of these other things that were brewing inside of me. And so then when I started the podcast and then started health coaching, I all of a sudden had, like, this creative outlet where I was expressing myself and I was passionate about something again. And it's like at my job, I feel like I'm doing better at my job because I'm not like micromanaging and trying to like manipulate and like find things wrong for them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I think like you have something that's true to you now. So you're like, I don't have time to worry about these other problems. I think that's it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like these problems don't matter because now I see that there's this other like way to be happy. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So has anyone, I'm just curious, has anyone, so I feel like people, you kind of indicated that people at work have seen your transformation through this. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't know. So they know about it, but I don't, it's not like, uh, I don't talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. I have to be mindful of that, I mm-hmm. think. But um, I think that they're impressed, honestly. You know, I mean, yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to like nail down your passion and then go after it. And so definitely, I, I've actually had a lot of people approach me at work asking me if I can help them start their side hustles. Oh really? Gosh, it's amazing. So you work with the Wonder Jam. Yeah. And we've talked about the Wonder Jam before. We're actually having Allie on the podcast what? this soon. Yeah. Hey. We've been trying to get this girl on the podcast since She's like amazing. last summer. Okay. Um, but we just have had terrible Schedules, scheduling issues. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so she's coming on the podcast. I can't wait to talk to her. But mm-hmm. they have a side hustle um, like Class, workshop. workshop. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you been to that before? I actually spoke at it. No way. I, when did you <laughs> yeah. speak? Because I was oh, about to go one, to the cause... latest one and I couldn't make it. No, I think it was like two side hustles ago. Really? Yeah. And so they asked <sighs> me to. could have gone. Yeah, it was like a big fear conquering thing for me because I hate public speaking. And so you're I'm doing like, it right now. Well, I don't know. we're in a contained room. <laughs> There's not many. But I told them, I'm like, I will do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're so amazing. I'm like, I can't not do this. And yeah. so, um, yeah, so I did it and I was like scared to death talking in front of a room full of like 30 people, but it was awesome. Yeah. Okay. So this is actually a really great 
conversation to have because we had a listener that contacted us a while ago. If you're still listening, listener, I'm sorry we haven't gotten on this question yet. Liz, this you might remember. You're looking at me like, what? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I was like, what um, question So we is got happening? an email from a listener that said, I would love to hear a guest that's doing what they love to do but hasn't quit their full-time job. Oh. Yes. Because a lot of times the guests that we have have already transitioned, yeah, right? Like sure. I went from my full-time and now I'm doing mm-hmm. my side hustle and yeah. now I'm do- living my passion. Well, what if you truly enjoy your full-time and you just want to do more of your passion? What's your advice for those people? So I think the biggest struggle for people when you have a side hustle and a full-time job is time because mm-hmm. you have to also manage like the other pill- pillars of your life, like your family, your relationships, your self-care. And what happens when you have a side hustle and a full-time job is one of those ends up not being a focus. So for me, for instance, self-care has not been a focus for the last two years. And I'm really good at like compartmentalizing things. And so I can take my stress and be like, this is very stressful. Let's put it in this box and we'll talk about it later. Yeah. And but my body like is like, no, we're not going to. So like I started into the choir. losing my hair. And that was like a really good yeah. signal to me that oh, like wow. you're you're too stressed, mm-hmm. right? And so now I've been trying to do yoga every morning at 6 a.m. Because I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to do it at the end of the day. I have to create more time. And so I think that if you're really purposeful with like time planning, that it's possible to still mm-hmm. do your full-time job and your side hustle. But you just, when you don't have a plan, I think then mm-hmm. it bleeds over in all areas of your yeah. life. Mm-hmm. I think too, like what you said about self-care, you weren't like, so I started doing yoga and I drink this much water a day and I'm going gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan. <laughs> and, you didn't put um, a <laughs> card on it. <laughs> no, I mean, you, well, but I, I love that you you recognized that there was an issue with self-care and that it was going to impact the other stuff that you yeah. care about and you weren't like, all right, now I got to put all my eggs in the Because no. I'm very black and white. Yeah. And so I that's actually where I'm at now is I can tell my self-care, it's been like this for probably several years I know it's not been a focus and yeah. I can feel it. I'm in a similar situation. But I'm very much like, we have to be 100% self-care yeah, now. Yeah, or else you're not committed if right. you're not. Right, because Liz, you're very much like, I'm 100% doing my work. I need to do my work. I need to do my work. And then it's like, and when that's done, then I can do self-care. Right. Yeah. When that's I'm trying... Well, we just had this conversation where I'm like, well, why don't you bleed both together? And you're always like, I know, Nina. (laughs) But It's hard. It is hard. And I'm the opposite, and you can ask Cody, where I prioritize self-care so much just because it affects me to the point where I just, I don't like how I feel. Like it, it, anxiety will take over in a Mm -hmm. bad way for me. And so, but then other things slide for me, like, cleaning the kitchen and making sure all my work emails are answered, you know? So then it's a balance in that realm too, because I can't just make sure I'm like going to yoga and meditating and journaling and also, you know, not helping my husband pick up the apartment. Like that's a form of self-care as well. It's too much. I know. It's hard to balance all of the things you need to do in life, you know? Also, I think it's interesting that like women always slide on self-care, self-care versus men. At least I've noticed Mm -hmm. with people writing in is women are like the first thing to go for me is self-care because I need to take care of everybody else. I don't like my needs are last. And so I think it's good that we're like talking about this now because for a long time, I think that expectation was there where we're like, we're the family hub. We have to take care of everyone. We have to like have our shit together and we don't have our shit together. So I think it's good that now we're like, okay, like self-care needs to be a focus. And I see this so much in like my mom's generation in that she is the most selfless woman I know. And yeah. I tell mm-hmm. everybody that. She's amazing. Yeah. But I'm 
constantly on her about like, you need to take care of yourself. Yeah. You ap- And my grandma's the same way. Yeah. Like so many amazing women in our lives have given everything that they yeah. have to their children or to their family. And what happens is like, when you break down, when your body starts to break down and you're yeah. not feeling good, you can't possibly give everything that you want to give to those no. that you love. No. And so it's like one of my biggest things that I even tell my clients that I work with. It's like, it sounds selfish, but you have to put yourself first sometimes so that you can, can then be there. give what you need to give to the people around you. No, I completely agree. I'm just curious where you're going to yoga. Um, okay. Or so is it at let's home? Let's go to a class together. <laughs> so Balanced Yoga Studios, I just started going there. You know what's fun? This I was talking about this last night. They apparently are around the corner from me in German Village, and okay. I did not know that. Yeah, I, yeah. so oh, I yeah. haven't been to that studio. I really like I like going there. I also but, go to Go Yoga. We're supposed to talk with someone from we Go Yoga. We are. Yeah, we were supposed to have them on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the works. Yeah. I feel like I like to hop around. I'm not like a... Do you, do you use Class Pass? Uh, no. So you I should try it. Is, are they on there? Now? Yeah. Oh, um, Go Yoga might be... I don't know if don't, is. I don't think balanced is because when okay. I search in my area, the at least the one by me doesn't show up. Okay. And that one in Clintonville, did you say it's in Clintonville? Yeah. That one would show up if it But was I've on. never searched for, I like don't look for Clintonville because I'm oh, gotcha. too did, lazy to drive in yeah. one Clintonville. No, oh, I feel like I like to hop around. Uh, Class Pass is really yeah. amazing. I uh, go to Think Yoga, which is on 5th. Yeah. And I... Love it there. Love, love, love it there. And then um, Studio 543 in German mm-hmm. Village is on there. Okay. Lit Life, which is the new studio in Italian Village, yeah. is not on class pass I really want to try Lit Life. It's oh, awesome. You can do a two-week, like, $25 pass. I need to do Let that. Let me know when you get it because okay. I'll go with you. Okay. I need to get a full package now because my two-week unlimited ran away. I feel like Did it not looks... run away. I just used it all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good problem to have. Usually I buy them and then I'm like, oh, shit, I have 15 passes left. I know. It's like go as many times as you can for two weeks. I know. Yeah, totally get it though. Um, there's Balanced a- is doing that. Actually, I was thinking about sending up the two weeks for $20. That's what I'm doing now. So I like it. I feel like when I buy, like, okay, buy 10 passes, I'm like, oh, good, I'm going to save money. I'm going to buy 10, and then I never use it. I know. All. But mm-hmm. when they light that fire under you, like, you have to use it in two weeks and then it's up, you it's will nice. go. Yeah. Yeah. So Class Pass is a great way to get in multiple studios. Yeah. I'll have to mm-hmm. look. Yeah. I was just going to ask, like, what how, did you do yoga previously, or what brought you to that as a self-care oh, practice? So I've been practicing for, like, probably six or seven years now. It's, like, the only thing that mellows me out. Mm-hmm. And so it's more of like a spiritual vibe for me, I think. And so that's really important when I choose a studio, like mm-hmm. and an instructor, is they have to have like that spiritual undertone. Yeah. Because it almost is like a meditation the whole time yeah. you're in there, even if you're in a, a power mo- It's class. a moving meditation. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, I'm so hyper that it's the only thing that like keeps me straight lined. Yeah, I don't view yeah. it. I mean, I view it as having like physical health benefits, but I, I, don't, I hate to say I don't view it as fitness because yeah. it is a fitness activity, but- I, go, I do the same thing. It's for me. It's yeah. a way to get movement in with that mm-hmm. deeper spiritual. Element. I I find it as both, really, because the more like the more I go, I can feel my body building the strength, strength yeah. so much strength, and like especially when I start playing with like arm balances and handstands, yeah. it's like I feel so connected to my body. I love my body more. I'm like, look what you can do. Yeah. You know, it's not just like running on a treadmill and nothing to knock that. I know some people absolutely love like getting on the treadmill and going for runs. I'm just not a runner. Yeah. But I find that, yeah, I find like so much value in like pulling out the strength of my own body. Yeah, for and sure. in addition to that, it's like you're connecting to your body and you are bringing in that mindfulness aspect. Yeah. It's, it's the best thing for me. 
It's my thing, I guess. No, I love it too. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so what is the plan for Harness moving forward? Yeah, so um, we're going to be releasing merch. We're working on designs now, as I told you guys earlier. We're your first customer, yeah. so just we, let us know. Just look at us on Insta. We'll <laughs> be promoting the sweatshirts. Um, and then we're going to do the print issue in the summertime. And then also, um, so we're working with the Wonder Jam to do kind of a rebranding. And they're rebranding us through um, coaching. And so I'm going to be doing passion coaching, small business coaching and like influencer coaching. Yeah, so I wrote up like a program for each one of them. Wait a minute. So I just want to make sure I'm understanding. So are you doing the coaching? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. I need to. Sign me. Why are we too into everything you're doing in this podcast? I love it. We're like, we want totes. We want merches. (laughs) Sign us up for coaching. We're there. (laughs) Buy a magazine. I just feel like, I mean, at least our readers are doing so many amazing things or wanting to do so many amazing things that it just kind of made sense for us to have this as mm-hmm. a feature on the website. So we'll see. I mean, nobody could sign up or a lot of people could sign up. But. Wait, so is the Wonder Jam teaching you how to coach or they're just rebranding the coaching that you're going to be They're doing? just re so they're rebranding the harness logo, but we're doing it we're rolling it out in the coaching templates first okay. versus Got like it. all on the website. Yeah. Um, and so I'm super excited to see what they come up with. I, I like gave Allie a Pinterest board and Adam and they were like, okay, we're just going to take it from here. So I haven't seen like any sneak peeks, nothing. It's going to be what? like an unveiling. She texts me. She's like, this is a really fun project. And I'm, I just like, I can't wait to see it. I actually, we ran into Adam and Allie at Simi's book launch party last night. Okay. And I asked, I was like, cause I was curious cause Allie designed her cover. Yeah. And I was like, how do you guys do this. Like you said, magic. Like, how do you guys come up with this? And he was like, well, usually like people just send us over a Pinterest board. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's so cool. It must be fun on the back end to give your ideas and then watch them come to life. Yeah. I'm so excited. I mean, I don't know some of the logos they put out. I'm like, oh my God, I don't like, I don't even know where to begin on how to design something like that. So, so we got, we got coaching coming up. We have a rebrand. Mm -hmm. We have a new magazine. We have totes. We have sweatshirts. May, the totes may not be in the picture. <laughs> the totes might be the former. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, can't promise you totes. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> Once you bring back harness totes, cred us okay. on that okay. idea. I will. <laughs> Lots of cool things. All right. So where can our listeners find you? Where yeah. can they learn more about harness um, outside of this podcast episode? For sure. So the website is harnessmagazine.com. Super easy. Same with Instagram, harness magazine. Mm-hmm. You can always email us at info at harnessmagazine.com. So look and us up on social. And can contribute that way. Yeah. So you can contribute that way. If you have questions about contributing, just write in. We can send you the media kit. The process is super easy. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> so exciting. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in on this Saturday morning and talking with us. Of course. It's been a blast. Yes, it was so fun. Yay. A huge thank you to Ashley Rector of Harness Magazine for coming on today and talking with us about how she's created this amazing, inspiring publication that's telling women's authentic stories and building women up, a really relatable publication that you should all check out. So please go find her, as she talked about, on Instagram at Harness Magazine. You can also go to harnessmagazine.com and learn more about the magazine there. She also referenced some places that the physical publication will be popping up in Columbus around the Clintonville area. So please support this wonderful, wonderful publication and keep empowering women. That's Mm -hmm. what we're all about. We just love that her mission coincides so well with our mission. And that's really just helping women realize that they have so much potential and creativity inside of them and helping all of us really, truly be our best selves. 
So thanks again. Um, Join us for the next episode. In the meantime, if you know of a friend that you want to empower and build up, please let them know about the Wine and Shine podcast. Of course, subscribe, rate, all of that great stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Find us on Instagram at Wine and Shine podcast. Visit us at our website. And of course, our Facebook group, The Wine and Shiners. Can't wait to see you there. Yeah.